Warning, the following episode contains topics such as cannabis, crude jokes, foul language, and other content not suitable for listeners and viewers under the ages of 18. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Monroe with the Introverted Poets podcast, and we have a very special guest all the way down from San Antonio, a awesome comedian. His name is Drew Blues. Hello, Drew Blues. How are you doing today? Hi, Miss Jackie, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you look great. I see that we're matching. This is great. Yes. Guys, we did this on accident. This was not on purpose. Oh. So Divine fate. Ah. Oh, <laughs> For real. I love your background. I love your background. Yes, this is my this is my new logo for like koozies and stickers. Keep blazing, stay amazing. Ooh, nice. You're gonna have to send me one of those stickers. So uh, you, uh, it's yours. Ask, just wanted to ask you a few questions today, Mr. Blues. Like um I can't wait. <laughs> what drove you to become a comedian? We all want to know. You know what? I, I will tell you this. Uh, my grandpa came from Chicago and he was always into like comedy movies. And you know how how old people always recite, you know, co- like funny lines. I'm like, where did you hear that from? And my grandpa was really into like Blues Brothers. He was really into like Sam Kennison. So I, I always used to watch it with him. And then Jackie Gleason was uh, one of my influences, too, man. Like it was, it was just cool watching the first episode of SNL. And that's kind of where Drew Blues came from. The came was uh, like a little middle name that's st- a little nickname that stuck. <laughs> oh, I love SNL. I always every Saturday growing up, I would always watch SNL. Um, you know, I actually was watching one of your skits. Um, the other day, um, well, when you're like playing with a little kid, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I was with that was with Israel. Well, Israel like, we were, like little kids, yeah. Shout yeah, to Israel you- Garcia, man. That was a good sketch that we made, man. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Israel, man. That was awesome. Um, I always find your guys' skits to be hilarious. I've seen another one as well. Um, of you where it said something about it was about explosive diarrhea, I think. <laughs> that's my favorite one Taco Bell will do that to you alright that was no joke that wasn't a skit that was a documentary okay <laughs> oh okay and and uh, was that on your TikTok page that was on my TikTok page yeah I think I have uh, I'm on Instagram a lot more and on Facebook too y'all go follow him for those skits um, so what comedian or who is a comedian that has inspired you on your journey so I gotta give a shout out to my my idol you know my comedy god, one of the comedy gods is uh, John Belushi. John Belushi was a really good influence on me growing up. I also used to watch, uh, my grandpa actually introduced me to this show called The Honeymooners, and I saw Jackie Gleason. That was another influence. Like, I was a big guy. I was kind of insecure as a kid, but my grandpa showed me Jackie Gleason. I was like, dude, the confidence that this big guy had, I was like, I'm going to emulate this. Like, this is my guy right here. <laughs> wow, I love your energy, man. So he must have been a great influence on you. The, the and, greatest, uh, man. 
Yeah. What does your writing process look like um, when you're coming up with new jokes or new material or, or even improving old material? You know what? Um, I'm always I'm not, I'm always writing about myself. Right. Because that's one of the most forefronts of everything. It's like I want to write about how I grew up, my family and stuff like that. And I do it for like two reasons. One, it's really personal to me. I love talking about you know how I grew up. You know, I like talking about myself, what I like. And I think it's just so personal because nowadays, you know, comedy thievery, as they say, is on the rise, I guess. So it's just oh, like, yeah. you know, this, is, this guarantees that it's just my material and my material only. Right. There's a lot of copycats out there when they get some people get inspired and, you know, they want to be like, you know, sometimes, you know, it's OK, but don't copy word for word. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's the thing that people got to deal with nowadays, you know, intellectual property theft. But um, so it's a good thing you brought that up. That's something interesting that hasn't been shown on the show before. Um, so uh, do you ever have stage fright? You know what, if I, you know what, I will say I get a twinge bit nervous and that this is just a nervous energy because I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like before you go on stage, it's just like, wow, I'm here. It's like, this is what I love doing. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. It's kind of like a calling kind of. So when you go on stage, you just see all those people. The nervousness kind of drops off, but you have that nervous energy. And I think all comedians have it where they actually do care about how they're going to do on stage, right? Because, you know, it kind of makes or breaks you. You got to be you got to be willing to do the work and you got to be willing to show the work, too. And that's when I want to show the work. And I put a lot of energy into it. And that's where I get nervous. That's great advice. Um, so, you know, I, I, have you ever heard of that thing where people picture that? picture the audience in their underwear have you ever done that <laughs> all the time all the time all girls are in victoria's secret you know they're everything <laughs> all the guys are in booty shorts <laughs> i love it i love it okay and do you have a pre-show ritual a pre-show ritual i like to be i like to smoke a bowl and get ready to go i think that's my ritual smoke a bowl and get ready to go right <laughs> This episode is for mature audiences only. <laughs> I have viewer discretion advised. All right, my man. <laughs> yes, yes. Viewer <laughs> discretion no, is advised. Uh, so um, I know you're like for like right. it's like I'm talking about like actual pre-show ritual. I just like relaxing and kind of like listening to a little bit of music just to get into it, and then you know then I'm ready for the show. Now I'm good, you know. Wow! Oh, I love music. Music always gets me going too. Ooh. <laughs> Jackie um, said we're so, gonna go dancing and we're gonna wear the same exact yes. outfit. All right. Yeah, we're gonna wear we're gonna wear our 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 um, what are these things called? The uh, bull tamers. I, I like to call it my QR Matadores. code. Right there. QR code. Scan it. <laughs> we're gonna do the matadores. All right, and so um, you um, you're on tour, right? Uh, what locations have you traveled to to perform? You know what? I have traveled to uh, Laredo, you know, Houston. Uh, I went to Dallas and then my newest venture. And I'm kind of excited about I even went to Oklahoma, been to, you know, to Wichita Falls. But then my my newest venture, and I'm pretty excited about it because I uh, next week, uh, Friday, Friday and Saturday, I'm actually going to be going to El Paso for the very first time for the very first time. And I'm kind of excited about that. I've never been there. This is what I want to do. My my goal is this 2023 is to travel because I never do yeah, that. Absolutely. You know, I love 
I want to travel a lot. You know, it's just all about seeing different sites. And that's what comedy does. That's why I love comedy, because it allows you to see these sites. I've never been to El Paso. Can you believe that? That's going to be my first venture out into a brand new venue at a brand new location in Urbentia. So I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> Make sure you take a lot of pictures for that. That's A lot. Really awesome. So um, is there anywhere else that you would dream of traveling to perform? You know what? One of my biggest dreams and uh, is going to Chicago. That's where my grandpa uh, used to live a long time ago. That's where he's from, actually. And that's where I kind of want to go to the venue there. And I kind of want to go to California and New York. Like, there's a lot of locations I want to go to, including overseas. I, I Like, I wouldn't mind doing comedy in a new, like, you know, new continent, right? Asia, You Europe. might have to learn how to speak some different languages. That'd be interesting, too. <laughs> yes. I'm about to bring Rosetta Stone. I'm about to bring Google Translate. Like, I'm about to bring everything, man. <laughs> You know, what? You're I, like, I'm, I'm gonna bearing. bring someone with me to translate as well. <laughs> <laughs> bring my guide, <laughs> dude. Honestly, like I, I struggle with Spanish, man. That's like what's like, like as a language that I'm supposed to know, man. My grandpa, my grandma came from Mexico. You know, that's a language I'm really trying to learn too. I'm barely I trying to learn that, that one. <laughs> My Spanish is a little iffy, but thank God we have people on the show who are bilingual or better speaking Spanish than I myself. Uh, so um, what was your favorite, all-time favorite performance and why? Yours or anybody else's? When you All right. Know. So um, this is okay. I'm kind of... Um, I was kind of excited about this because it was the very first time that I actually was on the main stage at LOL. Well, not the main, it was like my, not my first time in the main stage, but it's like my first time working with a big time comic. I opened up for uh, Tommy Davidson from In Living Color. And that was like the biggest show I've ever done. Like the audience was full. It was a packed audience. Like it was a packed house. So I, was, I, I had that energy and I had that like, oh my God, this is awesome. And like, it was a, it was the greatest feeling in the world. Like, you know, I've done, I, I've done, you know, some shows before, but this one was just like, wow, it made me feel like a, like a rock star. And then I was just like the greatest feeling in the world. Like it was, it was amazing. That I have to say that's that adrenaline punch, the adrenaline running. <laughs> the adrenaline rush. And, and it was cool too. Right. Cause in this big packed out house, you know, I can make out, where my family was, my dad was sitting in the audience and stuff. You know, my mom was sitting in the audience too. And I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. And I, I'm just so glad, right? Because that was my favorite performance. I'm going to bring the energy down the show. That was my favorite performance because uh, that was the last show that my dad saw before he passed away. May he rest in peace. God bless. No, no. Shout out to dad who brought this wonderful funny man into this world to bring happiness and joy in our lives. Thank you, Dad, for bringing my mom to a KISS concert that conceived me. We really do appreciate it. <laughs> so how long have you been doing comedy? This year will mark my sixth year uh, in January, so I'm kind of excited about that. It's been a, it's been a crazy journey. Um, I was really excited about it because, you know, six years, like, <laughs> It's just a it's it's a surreal feeling going from open mics to to going where you are at now. You know what I'm saying? Just just going all going all over and just traveling. I think that's my that's my good moment, man. That this is cool. This has been a fun journey in six years. Doesn't even feel like six years. It just feels like a breeze. Wow, it's a pretty good long time. You still got a lot more years to go to keep all, people all happy. Day. So how do you deal with hecklers? You know. They're there to 
to show you ain't got to deal with hecklers, but I like to kill them with kindness. You know what I'm saying? I like to make them laugh, right? I like to make bring them into the show because they paid money, even though they're a piece of shit for interrupting the comics, right? They still yeah. pay good money. And a lot of comics, you know, a lot of comics will, you know, bust balls with the heckler, right? I will do that if I can't really control the heckler. You know what I'm saying? I'll do that if I have to go, yo, bro, just chill. You got to relax a little bit, something. <laughs> like, I like, I don't like to, I don't like to, well, a lot of comics do. A lot of comics I've seen will, will destroy a heckler. And it'll be funny, to, it'll be funny, but I don't think I have the heart to do it. <laughs> have you ever seen any of the hecklers break down in tears after me? Yes, yes. Audience as the star of the show. Yes, and actually, you know who did that? I remember watching Jesus Trejo just absolutely just destroy a comedian. The thing that was like about uh, two years ago when I went to go see a show of his, but it was funny, right? Because he like the the character didn't break down, like he didn't break down crying, but he kind of like felt embarrassed. Everyone was just laughing at him. He kind of just I saw him walk. And they start to run out of the theater. It was hilarious. Like that had to be my favorite performance of Heckler Destroying Ever. <laughs> That's what they get. They shouldn't have messed with you. Um, so what's the most creative insult that you can think of? Uh for Heckler or in general. In general, but if you want to use the Heckler as a target, go for it. <laughs> be creative. The most the most creative insult ever. Hmm. Dang, that's a hard one. <laughs> oh, you know what? I will say this. I was actually roasting a friend of mine, right? And he was wearing, uh, like, like I don't know, there's some shoes, you know, they're out there. People, like, collect shoes all the time. Or my friend got these shoes called the Katrina 3s, right? And it was it was so hilarious, right? Because it was last minute. I w- walked up to him, and I was like, yo, bro, those are the Katrina 3s? He goes, yeah. Wow, I was hoping we can avoid one disaster today. And it was hilarious. Like it was off the cuff, and that that, that had to be my favorite one. That had to be my favorite uh, creative insult ever. My friend's roast was like, <laughs> "Avoid one disaster today." Yeah, oh, that's great. And what's the funniest joke you've ever heard? Oh, funniest? That's hard. That's really really hard. Um. Well, you know what? Recently, you know, recently, recently, I uh, <laughs> I was watching your know, stand up or in general. In general, whatever okay. is your favorite. Okay, this is so about one of my you. favorite. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite um, shows to watch is King of the Hill, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this there's this scene where Hank goes into like a like a little county store. And he's talking to this one guy, and this uh, this guy's like, "Oh, it's okay. You don't have a dollar." We, we don't care about a penny here and a penny there. And Hank <laughs> walks out and his wife, the owner's wife, comes in like, oh, we don't care about a penny there and a penny here. Is your name Paul? Because you're pathetic. And the guy, without even missing a beat, goes, oh, they call you Ma because you're riding my ass. And, I love it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite cartoons. Too. I grew up watching King of the Hill also. I love it. Like, if you go back to watch it, it's just so... So creative, like the writing was just so amazing back then. Like I, okay, another one, another one from King of the Hill. Have you seen that Halloween episode, right, where Hank Hill dresses up as the devil? No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> no, you, you never seen that that Hank Hill episode where they try to ban Halloween and shit like that. 
No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> okay. So uh this like this preacher is trying to shut down Halloween and Hank is trying to uh put up like a like a haunted house in the school gym. <laughs> and and the and the girl who's like a like a really hardcore religious girl comes in and tries to shut down the whole thing. She's like, Hey, hey, according to Leviticus 5110, you have to tear down this this whole uh haunted establishment. And he, and he goes and just like he goes, get the hell out. Exodus. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, and what's your favorite comedy film? My favorite. Okay, I got to give a shout out, of course, to Animal House. Animal House remains to this day my favorite comedy film. Uh, second has to be Ghostbusters, and is then that the of one, course, is that the one where they go, "You're a P.I.G.P." <laughs> that one. I'm a zit. Get it? Okay. Action film, RoboCop. Yeah, but it's not a comedy film. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're, you know, hey, we'll just throw in some favorites there. And uh, do you have a favorite book? Oh, I'm a nerd. Are you ready to go down this rabbit hole, Jackie? I don't know. I don't want to go down this this rabbit. Oh, All right. Um, favorite book. Okay, so they're one of the favorite books that I love right now. I love Stephen King novels. Stephen King books are my absolute favorite. I was like uh, reading about autobiographies. Yeah, so Stephen King. So there's this book series. I don't know if you heard about it. It's called The Dark Tower. I have. Okay, so it's, uh, it's about a, uh, it's a guy. The I think I see. I saw the movie. I haven't read the book, but I, re- I watched the movie at the movie theater. Oh, man, you got to watch it. Like, and it's crazy, right? Because, you know, in the Dark Tower series, it, it connects all the Stephen Book Kings together. That's how crazy about it. Like Stephen King has his own extended universe that nobody knows about. So it's cool because um, it started off with Christine and it'll go to the dark uh, uh, Salem's lot. And then it'll go to like, uh, uh, you know, Cujo Cujo as part of the Dark Tower series. And it all connects together to this one book about this guy that's trying to uh, trying to look for this mythical tower that's at the center of creation. And it's cool, right? Because it's a metaphor for how far are you willing to go to accomplish your dreams and your goals? And I just thought that was the most epic book ever. Well, you know? I, thank you for sharing that with you. So you, with us, with you. Yeah, with <laughs> um, so would you say that uh, Stephen King would be your favorite author? Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I like, uh, I like those novels. How about you? Have you? What's your favorite Stephen King? Have you read a Stephen King book? Uh, yeah, mine is The Gunslinger. What's it called? I can't remember. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. It's a lot. Yeah, of but there's it's, it's the one that has a crow on it. That I haven't really. Liked oh, that's a gunslinger. Yeah, that's a gunslinger, right? No, that's a gunslinger. It's a poet. <laughs> My favorite poet. Ah, uh, you know what? It has to be. Oh. Dang, that's a hard one too. Um. Sometimes it's hard to think of things on the spot, right? (laughs) Yeah, because you know who it is. You just don't know the the freaking name, right? You just can't pinpoint the damn name. Um, God dang it. Who's my favorite poet? You know what? My favorite poet has to be uh, Keating or Edgar Allan Poe. That's one of my favorite poets as well. Everybody loves Edgar. (laughs) Everybody loves Edgar. You said Stephen King. I don't know why. I was like, oh, the Raven. The first thing I thought about was like Edgar Allan Poe. 
There's a rain now. There's a raven in there. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Just because I got confused because I know that the other one has a picture of a, of a raven. <laughs> or like, oh, so this is definitely going to be a humorous episode. Yeah. And uh, do you have any other hobbies? Mm, you know, one of my favorite hobbies to do is like, um, like I said, I, I love, uh, I like going to different places and just exploring, you know, most of the history on there as well. Like, I really do love history. So if I'm out of town, I like, li- like looking at, you know, some of the, some of the, like, you know, the monuments, I like going to the museums, I like visiting like record shops. I just love exploring the city, you know, especially if it has like a wild West tie. I love Western. So I love actually just, you know, going out there and just exploring, you know, the history of some of the towns out there. And one of my very first stops I do want to take, and I will say this, my next stop, and I kind of want to record this on YouTube too, is uh, I want to go visit uh, Hico, Texas, where Billy the Kid was buried. Oh. <laughs> you should go check out Troglodyte Colton Horror Film Review, my friend. We'd probably like to go to do that with you. <laughs> Let's go, girl. Shoot. Uh, hey, if I'm ever out and I need to, to know something about anything historical, I know who I'm going to call. I'm going to be like, hey, I what's up? You. How you doing? I don't know nothing about this. I need your help. <laughs> Most of the time, I'll be Googling the answers. <laughs> and uh, when will your next show be and where? My next show is going to be this Wednesday at uh, Mi, Mi Familia uh, Restaurant. I'm going to be doing a little guest spot at a show with, uh, I believe, is Damon Edwards. It's at Cleto Rodriguez's new spot. It's a great, great show. So uh, if you, you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, I'll definitely, you know, have a ticket link down there. Do you have any other upcoming events um, in July? Okay. So actually, the end of June, I'm going to El Paso, which I'm pretty excited about. And then July, I have a show in Oklahoma that I'm really excited about. And then in Harlingen. So I'll be, I'll be going out there. It'll be really fun. Congratulations. Drive safe on your way over there. Um, Just yes, a few ma'am. more questions. Uh, what do you want to be remembered for? <sighs> I want to be remembered for the man who came from nothing and made an empire. That's what I want to be remembered for. I want to, create an empire that's going to last legacies you know i want statues and monuments built in my name <laughs> i'm gonna go take a picture with your monument <laughs> <laughs> more about history than i did hell yeah <laughs> like just a statue funny, of me going yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> put, i'm gonna put my finger in your nose like that <laughs> the statue's gonna <laughs> move hey the classic bunny ears ah Oh, do you want to give any shout outs to, you know, people you work with or, you know, people you admire? Oh, man. Um, for, for, first and foremost, I want to give it up for my friends at Dub XL Comedy. These are my brothers. Uh, we create this company, you know, trying to, you know, create shows for comedians to come over and do shows with us. So shout out to Dub XL, Victor Mendoza and Fred Madrigal. That's my brother right there. Madrigal. Big, Big Mac. Mac. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, I got to shout out to the Laredo Funny Crew, Sarah, Esteban, Laredo. Sosa, you know, my boys, George. And then uh, my first, first and foremost, man, I want to I wanna give a shout out to my brother, Israel Garcia, man. Uh, he has a special that he's taping August 19th in El Paso, which is going to be amazing. So uh, it's, he's going to talk about his journey with cancer and all that. And I'm really just proud of him because... 
you know, he, he really, you know, he's going through it and, but he's not stopping and he's accomplishing his dreams and he's going to be doing a show in El Paso, which I'm really excited to uh, see. That's going to be really, really cool. I love, I love him. I, I, I try to go out to the shows when he comes to Laredo. Yeah, um, I did see a video that he had posted a couple of days ago, I believe, about that. So, you know, prayers to him, you know, and, oh, and also inspiration too, that no matter what, you know, anybody can overcome anything. So um, I'm interested in that. Uh, yeah. Actually, um, I too, I, that... I actually want to shout out uh, the Texas 3D podcast uh, with my with my boys, uh, Tiger Ruiz and uh, Jack Schutze. And, uh, you know, they they were doing a podcast in, in a new revolutionary spot in the metaverse. So it's a metaverse uh, comedy we're doing. We're in VR helmets. It looks stupid as hell sometimes, but uh, I feel like this is the, the wave of the future. Right. It's just it's just something that I'm really, really excited about. It's my kind of like my brainchild, my baby. And then we're trying to grow it a little bit. And of course, I want to shout out the whole San Antonio scene in general. I left a lot of people out. You know, first and foremost, Dub XL also has Grace Morton, you know, Mila Hugo, uh, we got Wally Milligan kicking ass up as well out there. Jay Valdez, Devin Benish, you know, just a lot of people in San Antonio that I want to shout out to, man, because y'all guys are great, and I learn from y'all every day. Much love from Laredo to San Antonio, and San Antonio to Laredo, eh? So, um, <laughs> do you want to plug in your handles? Yes, yeah, so on Instagram, uh, follow me at Drew Blues ten twenty four. Facebook Drew Blues. Uh, believe I'm on TikTok Drew Blues nineteen ninety four. And also follow me on my YouTube. I'm gonna grow it pretty soon, and I'm gonna also have a lot more sketches that are long form. So if you want to see longer sketches, you like something what I've done. Also, uh, I'm trying to do more Seaforce Chuck Norris water commercials. So that's gonna be coming up pretty soon. I'm gonna be working with some uh, pretty uh, pretty cool people, like a wrestler named Casey Blackrose. That's gonna be really cool, and a couple of other a uh, couple of other things I want to try to work on too. Also, the Texas Three podcast in the metaverse too. Look that up on YouTube. I'm doing a lot of projects, guys. They're coming out slowly out. but surely. <laughs> No, we like to support other podcasts as well. So thank you for shouting them out and letting us know about them. And you know, if they want to network, shout out to you and Claire, man. Y'all guys are amazing. Uh, and uh, Geeky Fit Mama, Alana Jade. We have a new person now, um, Alejandro Fajardo. Uh, he's a oh. fashion designer. And then we're also working close with Troglodyte Cult and her film review. So shout out to them too. And it was definitely a pleasure to have you on the show and definitely nice getting to know you better. Um, this Thank will you. the interview portion of our episode. Um, would you like to, you know, perform a few of your jokes for the audience so they can get a little taste of? <laughs> mm, you know what? I'll, I'll perform a little bit. I'll try it. I'm about to yeah, stand up. I love it. <laughs> I just want everyone right, to know uh, that it takes a lot to, um, to you know, be a comedian. And yes, this is a writing podcast, but comedians are writers too. I <laughs> uh, just want to, uh, okay, so basically I'm, I'm talking about right now, uh, you know, I started doing, uh, I, I was working as a security guard for the longest time because I really wanted to relax, right? That's why I won my one job that I actually want to do is just want to relax and chill, right? But I'm a security guard that's also a pothead. So it's really hard for me to find it. Like, I'm not going to secure nothing but my own job, right? If something happens, I'm not going to go out there. But there's a lot of wannabe cops that want to be all badass and chingon. Like, this is one guy I got assigned to. This guy was like, hey, blues, here's what's going to happen, boy. 
We're going to do batch checks. We're going to do security checks. We're going to do bag searches. We're going to do cavity searches. We're going to make sure that this facility is secure. And I'm like, dude, this is a McDonald's. Just chill. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much. Just want to jokes I am working on. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. A cavity check? <laughs> a cavity search? <laughs> you want that double cheeseburger? You're going to get double fingered. <laughs> Don't drop the soap at McDonald's, everybody. They're Don't very serious about their security. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're hearing or watching us from Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, or YouTube. Please subscribe to our platforms. If you did enjoy this episode featuring Drew Blues, keep tuning in for more interesting guests and awesome surprises. If you loved Drew Blues as much as I did, follow his plugs, which will be listed in the description box below. This season has been better than ever, so please prepare and be on the lookout for more amazing episodes of the Introverted Poets Podcast. Love Ms. Monroe. Thank you for watching. Like, follow, share, subscribe, and keep tuning in. Bye.